Hey everyone, it's Erin, and it's another episode of Causes or Cures. It's been a while. It's been a while. We're back on track now. I'm super excited for this episode because uh, our guest, our guest is Professor Roger Bayard. He is a forensic pathologist in Australia. He's a professor of pathology at the University of Adelaide. He's highly published, written over 700 papers, um, books. He's editor-in-chief of Forensic Science Magazine and Pathology since 2008. He also was on the History Channel, uh, featured as a forensic pathologist, in um, a show called Lawless, The Real Bushrangers. And he's received numerous awards for his forensic work. And the reason he is on this show is he published a paper uh, this year, 2019, called Forensic Features of Fatal Selfies. So he's going to talk about that. Um, and because, right, everybody takes selfies. And there's so many interesting aspects of selfies that we could talk about. And we're going to get into them. And we even get into a little bit of sorcery towards the end. Um, but if I really got into that, because I'm kind of interested in that, the podcast would have been way too long. And um, Dr. Byard had to go give a lecture. He also, I just want to mention that he also has a cool book coming out called The Pathology of Old Age, which will probably be really cool, and it's something that's never been done before. But that said, let's just jump right into the interview. Here we go. Guys, on the line, we have Dr. Roger Bayard. Did I pronounce your last name correctly? I hope so. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> for, for an American. Um, I'm, I'm impressed so far, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you also got interested in the forensic features of fatal self-photography? <laughs> yeah, well, I, uh, I was born in Tasmania and did medicine there. And then I was going to do general practice, but uh, family practice, but that was actually too hard. So I, I went to North America and, um, did some training in family practice, but then I was in Canada and um, got into pathology and then got interested in pediatric pathology and then forensic pathology. And I've been doing forensic pathology for 20 years now. But um, the thing about forensic pathology is that it can be carried out in the basement of buildings and nobody can find out what's going on. Or you can actually learn from what you see and what you hear about and you can write about it and study it and help to try and prevent things. And so I often write a lot of editorials on all sorts of uh, odd issues. And um, the selfies was one of them because um, one of my contributors into the journal um, had a case report of two men who got on top of a train and were taking selfies and they were electrocuted. It's an electric train. And so I just thought, well, I heard a lot about selfie deaths and I just wondered how significant is it? Um, are we are we missing them in, in the mortuary? Do they just come in and, uh, you know, it's somebody who's drowned or fallen off a, a building or something like that. They're actually taking a selfie. I think that's a possibility. But I just that's wanted interesting. to sort of review it. Yeah. And you, you edit um, a journal too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Forensic Science, Medicine, Pathology. It's a Springer journal. comes out of New York. Okay. Yeah, sure. And you're also, um, you're on the History Channel, right? Yeah, I got involved. Uh, that's another thing about forensic pathology. It's just got no boundaries. Um, so one of the things I was doing uh, in recent years is looking at, at sudden infant death syndrome, just to diverge a bit. And we've been looking at um, chemicals in the brainstem that control head and neck movement. We think we understand why SIDS babies 
die sleeping face down. They can't lift their head because they don't have enough of this chemical. So that's wow. one side of what I'm doing. The other side is this: uh, the History Channel. I got involved in looking at um, uh, a series of bushrangers. They're Australian outlaws from the 19th century. And we did four episodes. We're just looking at what the popular belief is, what history says, and what we can actually deduce using modern technology. So it was, it was that was really interesting. Travelled all over Australia doing that. Yeah, it's, uh, that you read like you have such a fascinating life. It's so cool to me. Um, so, I, so okay. So this is this is about selfies, killer selfies. Yep. That's what that's what I kind of called it. Um, so what? Do you think, I'm just going to start here, I know we're, we're going to get into the forensics of it, but do you think we have a selfie problem? Uh, I do. I don't think it's necessarily a forensic problem. Um, <laughs> I think that the, uh, well, maybe forensic <laughs> psychiatry. Um, I'm just astounded that people have to document, some people have to document every five minutes of their life and, and put it on the internet. Um, you know, frankly, I'm not that interesting, um, and most people aren't. But there's just this obsession with with doing this, and you know, you go to places like I went to Siem Reap in Cambodia, and you couldn't move because of the selfie sticks. Um, and there were people who were going around, and they weren't looking at things; they were actually just taking selfies. With yeah, behind my my father, he was in his 80s when he died, but he was dementing, and I took him for a drive. This was towards the end of his life, he went up in Hobart, Tasmania, to the mountain. And we're sitting there looking out at this incredible scene. It goes for miles right out into the, the Tasman Sea. It's just beautiful. A little van came with a load of tourists, <laughs> jumped out, turned their backs to the scene, took selfies, and then got back in. And my, my dementing father said to me, Rog, explain that to me. And I said, <laughs> I can't. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. <laughs> um yeah it i think there's a name for that that type of tourism now i forget it's some sort of trend that's uh, interesting narcissistic self-indulgence or is that a, thing a bit, <laughs> a bit harsh? Well, I, I mean i read an art i mean i saw it in your paper you talk about whether whether it's narcissism or like people just trying to be creative about yeah. this right and and um but that and i think i I try to put up stupid selfies um, or like, you know, now there's all these filtered images. And I think I think of like my niece or my nephews and I'm like, wow, they're probably looking at that and thinking like that's the standard of beauty. And um, yeah, yeah. yeah, so there's so many ways to analyze selfies. Oh, but I think there's, you know, like all human behavior, there's a range, you know, and and it's yeah. quite normal behavior. And it's great, I think, for people, you know, people still use Facebook or whatever they use just to get, keep up with friends and family. And I think that's really sensible and really good. But, it, you know, when it becomes an addiction, I think that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what what are the significant, I guess, forensic features of, of, of killer selfies? I guess prevalence, age, sex, yeah. all that, yeah. It's, like, it's one of those things that um, what I do with my journalists, I try and identify something and then, you know, write about it just to say, are we missing cases? And I wasn't aware of any selfie deaths that I've, autopsy of myself but then I thought well how would I know you know if somebody's taking a selfie on top of a uh, cliff or a building and they fall the phone probably disappears um would you put I, that I went... down as cause of death though would you put down like selfie I mean I mean well, that... it would be it'd be blunt trauma from a fall but if there was evidence that the person was using a selfie I think then we'd try and flag that just to get an idea of how prevalent this is 
Um, okay. If you look at the literature, there's not much there. There's only about 75 deaths. And um, it is interesting in that you know, most of them are falls or um, train deaths or drownings, but they're mostly young males, average age 23. And so given that there are what 4.6 billion selfie takers around the world, and we've only got less than 100 deaths, is it that significant? And is it the selfie itself? I mean, young males do risk-taking behavior. We know that. And maybe the selfie is just part of that, that, you know, they're, they're, right. they're going to take risks anyway, and the selfie is just a, another way of doing it. So I think we have to consider that. Um, the media has gone berserk over it, of course. There were headlines saying that uh, guns don't kill, selfies do, and that selfies are more dangerous than sharks. Well, you know, <laughs> I've seen a few <laughs> shark autopsies. Give me a selfie any day. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Do you so you think sharks are still more dangerous than selfies? <laughs> well, yes, but I think also you put it in perspective. Volkswagens are more dangerous than sharks. Um, you know, yeah. I, I sort of feel sympathy to sharks. We you know get one shark death every couple of years, and people go berserk, and yet we get people run over by trucks every day, and we don't sort of go around shooting trucks. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. What, well, there's always the there's the gun debate in America right now, and you know. It's oh, all yeah, yeah. guns don't kill people always comes up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pe people kill people. Um, what, so in, in terms, I'm curious about the age range though. Yeah, I know it's mostly young males, but like, was there, you know, like uh, an older person or significantly older or younger person that stood out at all? Uh, I don't really have much of a, um, a handle on that. I do know that there was one uh, older, uh, I think it was a Chinese tourist who was taking a selfie with a walrus behind him, which was a mistake. Yes, I, my, I was going to ask you about that. My advice children is never turn your back on walrus. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're, they're actually quite, uh, they're quite uh, Where was that? that? That was like in an ocean? Just Yeah, I, look, I nearly got taken by a... Um, uh, it was a sea lion down at uh, Wynyard in northern Tasmania. It was just sleeping near the jetty, so I went down to take a photograph of it. And, you know, I've got a photograph of it with one eye open, and I've got a photograph of it with its mouth open, and then I'm running up the ladder, and my friend who was there was laughing too much to actually photograph it, but he nearly <laughs> got me. So uh, that wasn't a selfie. That was just that was a nature study. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so this Chinese tourist was posing with a walrus. I believe so. I don't know the exact details. I've been trying to find out, but um, there was another. Um, I was a young male, actually, uh, I think, in the Ukraine, who had a hand grenade that he was demonstrating <laughs> and went off. Um, so, yeah. I had to. I had to throw a grenade um, in boot camp, and I can't imagine taking because you have like a really short amount of time when you pull the pin and then you have to throw it. Yes. I just can't. I can't imagine taking a selfie, like and doing that at the same time. Yeah, you don't even have enough time to say, oh dear, maybe that wasn't such a good idea. Um, no, yeah. no. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these kind of sound like uh, like Darwin Awards. But, yeah, I think people are just pushing it. And well, I, I think people do like to, uh, you know, I think there is a sort of a, a group of, you know, mainly young males, but they do like to do extreme things and they like to document it, uh, you know, so that all their mates can see it. So I think yeah. that is a real danger. Yeah. Um, but you know, I don't think it's um, certainly in Australia. It's it's really not a problem. The the countries where there have been the most deaths are India and and Russia, top the list. And it's interesting. India has introduced a couple of I think there's 16 no selfie zones uh, where people have fallen off you know cliffs and things. And 
the Russians have actually got a, a, a safe selfie campaign to, you know, instruct people don't, don't take a selfie standing in front of a train um, sort of thing. That's great. I, and people do it like they're on the train tracks and just taking selfies. Wow. Or le leaning out of the train and taking a selfie or, you know, on the top of the train and that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, bad things happen. Um, yeah. And the USA was number three? Number three, that's right. Of course, people <laughs> do, do get distracted as well. I mean, you know, if you've got, uh, I think there have been stories of couples who are just standing on the edge of a cliff taking a selfie and, you know, they they lose an awareness. You know, it's like when you're, you're talking to somebody on the phone and you're walking, you're just sort of yeah. you're not aware of your sounds. And so I think that's part of the, the concern we have is that people will, will focus more on the selfie than the fact that they're standing on a you know, thousand foot cliff. I think too, like when I'm, I mean, I live in New York City and when I'm walking down the street um, and if somebody messages me and like in one hand, I'm trying to walk my dog and then I'm looking at my phone, then I'm looking up to see like, is there a bus coming? Am I crossing mm -hmm. a street? And, and and so part of it, I think, is just the technology, you know, just it's so, I always say it's like an infestation because it's just always on and you it's, it's like another organ or something. It know. is actually. That's a that's a good term for it. Yeah, it, it worries me that. Um, I mean, I don't get out of bed in the morning unless I ask Google how I'm feeling. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm so reliant on it now. Um, seriously, I, you know, I, I look at the news, I look at the weather. I don't go outside to see you know, whether it's raining. I ask, I ask the weather channel. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, th I think I'm pathetic actually, but I, I just I do it. Yeah, and you know what's like if you lose your phone, it's like like having your your arm cut off. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't like even a lot of people can't work, though, like because everything like they their emails, you know, yeah. everything's on your phone. And I recently I've just tried to kind of cut back because I was doing like a self check. And I'm like, you know what? I am on Instagram too much. I'm just going to like put the phone off. I started putting it on airplane mode when I sleep at night. So, oh, yeah. 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 Baby steps. Uh, yeah. No, it's. Uh... It's interesting the, uh, you know, you, you get a withdrawal if your phone is taken away from you. Um, it's, yeah. it's, I think it's just part of the modern world. And I think that there are dangers with selfies, but I, I think that the more danger is just, you know, irritating other people by getting in their way. Um, you know, so I was, <laughs> as I said, Marie, Venice is just, you, you can't go over the bridges. There are so many selfie sticks um, without getting sort of the risk of injury. Yes, I don't have a selfie stick. Oh, I have heard of though, what is it called? Selfie um, elbow or selfie? Is that right? <laughs> yeah, there's something like, yeah, there's some like deformity or something or an injury um, fr from the way people try to hold their phones and, you know, get the perfect angle. I don't know. So selfie brain would be another one I could uh, think of. Selfie, but, uh... <laughs> selfie brain. <laughs> yeah. Do you think we're a bunch of narcissists? I, I, think, I so. think that's part of it. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I look at um, whenever we have... Um, some young person who's, you know, something terrible happens to them. There's always pictures of Facebook or Instagram or something. And, you know, they're, they're sort of with a certain pose. You know, the head is tilted. The, the lips are pouted. Um, Duck, it's just this, yeah, yeah. It's just this sort of, um, I don't know, stereotype behavior that, that is so strange. Um, but I think that we're, we're becoming, I mean, technology is great, but it's like anything. You know, it's, its strength is its weakness. And we, we look at... Um, the increase in violence in our communities. And I I just watch young kids on these video games, you know, the the violence. I I was in a cafe on the weekend and there was a couple with, with their kids and the little six-year-old girl had sort of Pokemon or something. The, the boy was about 
12 and he had the most violent video game I've ever seen. And I felt like going over to them saying, look, you know, he's obviously into killing. Have you thought about getting a video game on rape? Uh, because, you know, mm. rape is not okay. Why is killing okay? Yeah. But, what, why are you? Yeah. yeah. Why are you letting him indulge in this? Why, why are you letting him normalize it? How is that going to affect the way he approaches life? Yeah. That's and true. maybe with the, yeah, with the selfies, you know, they, they take risks in these video games, so they're going to take risks in life. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's, it's also become kind of like show and tell, you know, uh, look how cool I am. My life is so cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like digital show and tell, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. First time I heard about it was years ago, and uh, there was some guy who'd gone to with a group to the uh, the North Pole. And the first thing he did was actually get his satellite going and put it on Facebook. And I'd never heard of Facebook at that stage. This was you know, ages ago. And I'm just thinking, what a strange thing to do. But I think that's that's right. You know, you just you're you're documenting all these milestones. Um, parents are documenting how their children are the best children in the world. Um, you know, it's just it's it's a it's a strange fantasy world. I think that you can creep into. And I think we're all into it a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you see any positive sides to to it, to selfies, to? Oh yes, sir. I think I think it's um, I think it's great to keep in contact with your friends or your family, particularly if you're traveling overseas. You know, when I when I was a student and I went to Southeast Asia, um, you know, you'd disappear for three weeks without any contact with the family. You know, you'd have to queue up at the uh, telephone box in the middle of Sumatra for you know two hours to make a phone call. Um, whereas you can link in all the time and people know where you are. I think that's good. But then it means that you're never alone. You know, you're carrying everybody with you. So it's it's complicated, actually. Yeah, like I, we're all we're all voyeurs. It. We're all exhibitionists yeah. and voyeurs at the same time. Oh, speak for yourself. I don't think I am. Very harsh. Well, I've been trying to, like, on my Insta, I've been trying to post, like, um, stupid photos, but I'm doing it more to like make myself laugh and uh, like and make fun of kind of this whole digital world yeah. where you know where like you have a great car, you have a great house, you have a great husband, yeah. boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Because um, yeah. I think it can make people feel really bad, and um, I don't know. I, so, yeah, I think that's true. I mean, you know, not everybody lives in the Truman Show. I mean, it's just it's <laughs> uh, you know. Life's a bit of a bitch sometimes. Um, you don't document that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've I've started to though. I've started to take like the mundane and try to just put that up. And um, but oh, I that's, noticed <laughs> that's going to be a real hit. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's totally it's totally not a hit. <laughs> I think people view it as a cry for help, and I'm like, no, no, I'm just messing around. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> yeah, they probably do. They probably do. Yeah, they're my, like, well, as a fellow medico would be to either double the medication or or, or cut it out completely. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a. I gotta work on that. Um, so, question. Here's another question I have about this, like the forensic side of selfies. Do you think people are in altered mindsets when they take these? Do you know, do you have any clue into that? Like drugs, alcohol, or probably. Not. I don't. Think, I don't think they have been actually. Um, I don't think there's much literature on it, but uh, I think mostly they're not. Um, but. Actually, no, that's, there have been some, you're right, um, where there has been, um, you know, they've been drunk, so they've taken extra risks and things. Yeah, yeah that, that is true. Uh, that is true. So I think, I think again, it's a spectrum. Some people are um, impaired, others are not. You know, when, you, when you're drunk, you may do something, you know, or amphetamines, you know, you may take risks that you wouldn't normally take. Um, yeah. And your reaction time is impaired. So, yeah, that's, uh, you know, it's all, 
I think it's all additive in, in some cases. I'm really curious about how some of these obituaries read. And not to be like, have like a macabre sense of humor, but I can't imagine, like I can't imagine what the walrus obituary said. <laughs> he, loved, he loved animals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he went the way he always wanted to go. I don't know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> or the, the grenade one, you know, I, I told him not to pull the pin. Yeah. <laughs> he went out with a boom i yeah mm -hmm. i just it's hard not to i mean i know these are loved ones and people obviously people miss miss them and i but i still can't imagine the obituaries um no, it's, it's they are uh, as you say darwin awards uh, really yeah <laughs> um okay so i don't want to take up too much of your time and i'll probably i'm gonna look up some of the other stuff because you have some really interesting stuff and probably ask you to come back on to talk about because I'm, I love. I think forensic pathology is so interesting. Um, do you see more people dying from killer selfies, or do you think this we're going to actually become, I don't know, smarter? Or... Uh, I suspect we'll probably see what we think is an increase, only because we're actually then, you know, more carefully documenting the fact that they're using the phone. Um, I, I don't think. I mean. If you look at the billions of selfies that are taken, most people are sort of, you know, standing in their kitchen. So uh, I, I don't um, I don't think it's going to be a problem unless, of course, it becomes a, a really cool cult thing where people want to then outdo their friends. Um, I won't say it's like copycat suicide, it's like copycat risk taking. Um, yeah. If that happens, then then I think it could increase. But uh, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. It may be that uh, maybe the selfies become really uh, passe in the next, uh, you know, five or ten years. Um, and what do, you, what do you think? What do you think about our use of the phone in general? Do you think because you know everyone's like everything follows a bell-shaped curve, and do you think it's going to hit you know this the pinnacle, of, and then we're going to start to kind of like or even I don't know even some elements of it kind of like draw back from social media or or no? I don't know. I think once once we've got this contact, I mean you know what it's like when you go out for a coffee now instead of. You know, just sitting there and having a coffee and watching the world go by. I don't know what you're like, but you know, I'll either be phoning somebody or texting somebody or or checking something. Um, you know, just constantly. Um, I, I uh, but I do like photographing groups of people on phones. There was a group of uh, overseas tourists. There were about uh, eight of them wandering around Adelaide, and they were all on phones. And two of them had two phones. <laughs> they were they, one, they they were texting while they were talking to somebody else. This was a great photograph. It really was. Um, but yeah, I, I think that uh, I think it's just a fact of life. I can't see us backing off, except, of course, to be, you know, my doomsday self. Once the batteries go flat, um, <laughs> then we're going to be in trouble. <laughs> we can't keep on um, producing uh, ever increasing numbers of uh, phones and batteries with dwindling resources. Um, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah I'm Who knows? I mean, I think it's affecting the, yeah, like you said, when you, go out to dinner everyone's like kind of on their phone and it's almost the, I, I can't find the right metaphor yet but it feels like your life is passing by you know instead of engaging in life it's like you're you're viewing it through a screen or something it's weird yeah um, yeah it is interesting isn't it um i have some friends and uh, when they go out they all put their phones in a pile and whoever um, breaks first and has to reach for their phone has to pay for the uh, pay for the drinks um. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's kind of
kind of cool. Yeah. Well, there's all these digital vacations and phone beds and it's, it's really weird. There's stuff now, there's stuff created for the phone addiction. Um, Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird world. About traveling, they say, have you been to the the Barrier Reef? I say, no, 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 I'm not going to go. I I can Google it. Um, And they look at me very strangely. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think it's good for us though. I, I don't. Um, well, it's a very, it's a dramatic change in the way we interact, and I think it's very interesting. Um, the whole thing about um, online meeting and all of the problems that occur with that, and people are losing the sort of the skills to meet and chat just in a social setting. Um, you know, yeah. they'd rather they'd by texting or by uh, skyping or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It, interesting, interesting phenomenon. I think. Um. So are you? Uh, so I, thanks so much for doing this. Uh, are you working on any new writing projects right now? Oh yeah, I've got. Um, well, my next book's coming out. It's the pathology of old age, which nobody has written before, which is really really interesting. So I've got that coming out with Cambridge. And uh, oh, cool. what am I writing writing on at the moment? Um, oh, I've. I actually had four papers published last week and I submitted four papers, but for life, I can't remember because I've been up since five o'clock this morning getting lectures ready. So my brain sort of gone to porridge. Oh, um, what time is it? <laughs> uh, it's 20, 20 past eight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, in the, in the morning. Well, oh, no, what I've been getting up to just uh, put my name at a PubMed. Um, <laughs> and you'll see the array of weird and wonderful things. The thing about it is that I, I write about strange phenomena, but there's a purpose to it. For example, the spontaneous combustion. Why did I write about that? Well, a coroner in Galway in 2011 came up with that finding. So, you know, people still believe it occurs. So that's the purpose of that. Um, doesn't, so wait, that it doesn't occur? No. no. I mean, people, uh, people oh. burn, but they don't do it spontaneously. But we can talk about that some other time, maybe. Um, yeah, yeah. What, what if you're possessed? Do you believe in that? No, probably not. I believe in sorcery. Um, really? So I've actually seen it. Yeah, I, I, I worked, um, I did flying doctor work up in um, Northern Australia for a little while. And uh, yeah, I certainly believe in sorcery. And there's a, we have a special way of dealing with um, Aboriginal people from the uh, Central Australia with our autopsies. Um, Wait, so called- you believe in, sorry, this is totally another podcast, but do you believe in like, is this like witchcraft? Is that, yeah, is that like yeah. spells? Spells. You believe in spells? Well, I believe that people can be very influenced by um, ah. okay. sorcery and, and that. But I also believe there is a spirit world that we just don't understand. Um, I think, you know, uh, people are really interesting when they come to me if they've lost a loved one and they'll say, oh, you know, doctor, you're a man of science. We believe people are just on this planet for a certain time. And I say, well, you know, I, I, th- I agree. I said, you know, look at all these millions of glass slides that pathologists looked at as any one of us ever seen a spirit? Nope. No, we just, what we do is we, we classify the bleeding obvious to make ourselves feel comfortable. And we don't deal with the, the reality of, uh, you know, our inner life, I suppose. And I think that's one of the problems with medicine. I'm sure you've come across that it's, it's very, uh, biomedical and, uh, outcome focused and, uh, yeah, doesn't look after the person necessarily. Yeah. Like the mind, body, spirit connection. Yeah. 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 Uh, if I was if I was going to torture you, right, I would take you, I would strip your clothes off, I'd put you in a, um, a formless white frock, and I'd put you in a sterile room, and I'd close the door. It's a hospital. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. No, I, I, I don't think that's, I always felt like they were too, I, I, I don't know, they weren't good for your senses. So no, it's hard, no. it's hard to heal in those, in that type of, it's like very stoic yeah. and cold, but I'm also kind of poetic and I'm Irish. So, um, <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> prone to depression, probably. Um, Anyway, well, one that's of my best. favorite quotes, actually, about uh, the the basic tenet of British justice is uh, innocent until proven Irish. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, exactly. Um, thank you so much. I don't want to keep you up because you probably have to go to bed, but this was fascinating. No, no, and... no, 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 you North American cretin. It's, it's, it's 20 past <laughs> eight in the morning. Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really bad with time. <laughs> really. um, okay, so you have to give a lecture then. Yeah. Uh, very cool and uh, good. Well, good talking to we'll you chat. yeah likewise yes. and um, hopefully we'll chat again sometime uh, I'll pick your brain I'll send you an email but thank you so much yep. this was cool All right. okay. Okay, have Aaron. a good yeah. rest of your day alright bye. Okay, bye well that was fun that was fun for me I hope you had fun I hope you learned something we're definitely bringing him back on because there's so many more things to talk about like uh, my brain was just exploding during that like oh my god that 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 um thanks so much for listening if you have any questions comments suggestions if you know the meaning of life you can always write me at bloomingwellness.com check out our zen bands we have new ones in the shop uh zen tones and of course you can read my book manic kingdom and hopefully i'll have a new book listed there soon but i'm not going to say too much more about that all right guys and be careful be careful out there taking your selfies and do not take a selfie with a walrus that's it.